Hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of the I'll Try That Podcast. This week I am joined by Matthew Barber. It's, he's right, you know, I am here. Hello. And a Richard Trapper. I have also decided to turn up today. <laughs> That's very good. So it's a full house. Um, and this week we are going to a brewery who we have mentioned, I think, throughout our podcast history. They happen to be the very first episode we did. But we actually haven't done another like episode on them since the start of the podcast, which was some 160-something episodes ago. So that is, of course, BrewDog. We are going to talk about BrewDog in this episode. So trigger warning. Guys, trigger warning. We're going to talk about Ooh, BrewDog. Oh, my God. No. Tri- oh. Oh. Poss- possibly in a more positive light than they've been spoken about in recent times. I know. I'm just loving it at the moment. The, the recent hype right now, oh, you can't tell me about BrewDog because... It's like, oh, go away. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I've got no time for anyone that's just like, Brewdog are bad, aren't they? It's like, all right, well, why do you you drink beer from Carlsberg then? You know, why do you drink beer from Heineken? They're all terrible. (laughs) If that's your criteria, they're all terrible. (laughs) Don't drink beer. (laughs) I think Heineken, people at Heineken are bloody nice, actually. (laughs) Yeah, and and the Heineken Brewery Tour has been great fun. Yeah, to be fair, I picked on two of the two of the nicer ones. Well, certainly Heineken. Heineken's one of the nicer ones mm. of the big big behemoths. Anyway, why are we talking about Brewdog? It's because they have sent me some beers, um, which is unusual, very unusual beers, <laughs> I must say. <laughs> they are stouts. I was like, don't do yourself an injustice. <laughs> it, was, it was quite a surprise to receive beers in the post. I, it was unsolicited unsolicited beers in the post from Brewdog. I was a bit surprised when they arrived. Um, but I'm always happier to receive free beer. Um, but anyway, Brewdog sent us beers, and they are the tequila barrel-aged stouts named Twist and Shout. So we will get into that a bit later and unpack what's different about these beers. But, Richard, I hear we have a hot topic for you. Uh, yes. So with the, the ever-changing landscape of beer and uh, going out there and we're pushing into... People are want and uh, people are still wanting to enjoy alcohol and have a healthy beverage, aren't they? Of course, With, of course. Who does a healthy beverage? A healthy yes. beverage. Like we, we've spoken about this. Um, so we're going to talk about so supposedly the world's healthiest beer. Oh, what's going to make it so healthy? Is it is it healthier than that beer in, from China that was saying that it was or the study from that? Ch- that group from China are saying that beer was healthy for you to drink. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to make your life better. <laughs> Sponsored by the breweries of China. Yeah. <laughs> or or Erdinger saying it was the beer to have after you've been and done some exercise. <laughs> <laughs> or during. Or during, was, yeah. <laughs> isotonic sports drink. No, Erdinger, it's a beer. <laughs> I know, I'm there. People pushing out some bold claims. But... Um, this is from Big Drop Brewing, who we've visited before, the, the non-alcoholic brewing company. Um, still one of my favourite pint glasses I have is from Big Drop, sitting in my... Mm-hmm. Sitting in my um, and they have um, collaborated with Movember, um, which is mm-hmm. the charity that makes you grow a moustache once a month. Not once a month, <laughs> one year. From, I'm trying to word it correctly now. You've misunderstood their uh, mission, to be honest, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they were just promoting moustaches. <laughs> this explains a lot with your recent look. 
I feel, I feel, I thought the mustache was a bold and innovative look. Uh, no uh, comment. No comment. Okay. And um, well, they've teamed up with Movember, um, which is, um, which is there for them. Uh, the, it's the mental health char- charity for men. Um, and they have created, um, the, the supposedly the lowest calorie per pint alcohol that is out there. Um, any guesses for how many calories per pint? 111,000. 1,000. Since an average pint is about 200. (laughs) (laughs) You imbecile. (laughs) (laughs) Also, that's the kind of answer I would give. (laughs) No, the kind of answer (laughs) you'd give would be, oh, it's more than 10. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's 111. 111? Joe, are you still sticking with 1,000? Yes, I always stand by my face. Okay, my first I, I admire the, I admire the yeah. <laughs> Gotta go with the guy. Gotta go with the guy. It changes um, for no seven, Yeah, it's 17 calories per pint. Get off. No, it isn't. I was closer. I was closer. Sorry, did we, so say, it's a, did we say it was non-alcoholic? Yeah, non-alcoholic, 0.5 ABV. Crikey. I was also referring to a sip. I wasn't thinking about a whole beer. Oh. I was talking about what the one and sip And I was would... speaking per 100 mils. No. So... Other way around. I was thinking yeah. about a case of it. So you... More yeah. cases of it. <laughs> so it's 17 calories. And the whole, the whole tank. The whole tank. It's 1,000 calories. <laughs> That's still really <laughs> off. This is... Oh, crap. Uh, um, so they've, they've created a golden-coloured Citra IPA uh, with the fewest calories. Um, the beer produced anywhere in the world says the, so supposedly anywhere in the world it's the lowest, um, and around 10% of the calorie count you'll find in a regular pint. Um, and it is. Now, I always question a non, so it's non alcoholic, obviously, that makes a lot of sense because that's why it's got low calories because it doesn't have to have the same fermentation process, the sugars and things which add calories to beer. But does it taste any good? I know it's got it's the lowest calorie beer, but how does it taste? I'm assuming of water. Because I'd rather drink water, which has got zero calories in it. So if that's what the benchmark is, I, 17 calories is 17 times more than you know what I would what I would like to drink. But we've we've, we've tried Big Drop and it's pretty good. Oh, sorry, I missed the first bit. That's Big Drop. Then it's going to be amazing. Big Drop are brilliant. So yeah, fine. I, I retract my statement <laughs> yeah. and say it's going to be brilliant. <laughs> so <laughs> I what to, to be honest, I do, do you have it to hand, Travis? I don't know how what what calories are the other big drop. I think we I had the big drop IPA when I had it, and I uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go find uh, out. I'm gonna find out. There's nothing you can do. To you're gonna go find out. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm Jimmy because because most most alcohol free beer is around 95 calories for like a bottle. Oh, for, for non out. Okay, mm. yeah. But by the way, guys, yeah. guys, this is this is definitely one for beersandbiceps.com. <laughs> He's definitely got to have oh, it. Oh, the IPA, 61 be... calories per can. And actually, to okay. be fair, that I remember thinking that that, like, it is not as, you know, sufficient, like, it's a, not what's the word? It's not as established a taste as a non alc But. I don't know. That 17 doesn't seem so low to me when I consider the other ones are 61 calories per can. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, but this, so this is per pint. Yeah. So the cans will be even oh, less. Blimey. Okay. Yeah. Also, yeah. So this would be what? I mean, it'd be about 100 calories and a pint. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, give it, give it. But that I suppose, is a slightly what different we, story. Yeah, but I suppose what we need we need to look at is it is um, part of the money made from selling each can is going towards Movember, and mm. they're looking at raising about fifty thousand. Is what they would like to do nice. to go to go towards it, which which is really good. Yeah, so that's an admirable target. I love that because actually, it's it's you know. Uh, November, as you guys probably have heard, is a, close a, to the heart. a charity very close mm. to my heart and keeps the lights on in this household, that's for sure. Um, and <laughs> and I'd say that it's it's anything that helps with, uh, you know, raising awareness. My two, one of my two, two of my favourite things, my favourite charity and one of my, my favourite non-alcoholic beer company coming together. As travellers would say, I'm two there for up. it. <laughs> two thumbs up. Winner. All right, so yeah, <laughs> get out there, buy the beer, support a charity, and have a healthy beverage. Yeah, and, and watch those pounds just slide off. <laughs> slide off. You can drink it all day and you'll just lose weight. <laughs> but sort of why wouldn't you want a can with a moustache on it as well? That was an know? interesting it's one, actually. Brilliant. 17 calories almost sounds to me like it's in like celery territory of like, does it actually, <laughs> does it take, does it actually produce, provide fewer calories than it actually provides? Does it, does it? Sorry, that, I, that came out. Right. Do you burn more calories? You burn more calories drinking it than the, drinking it than you do. I don't know. They really ought to call <laughs> it the celery beer then. Although to be honest, I don't think I'd want to drink a celery celery beer. Hey, well we drank well we drank a cucumber beer, so anything's possible. It's not far off, is it? I suppose. No, celery yeah. Celery calories, um, hundred yeah. grams. Yeah, but with that cucumber beer, I lost weight after I drank it because it all ran through me. So. <laughs> Interestingly, just for the record, there are 14 calories in 100 grams of celery. <laughs> so, so it is the it is going to be the healthiest beer in in the world, but it is not going to be healthier than 100 grams of celery. So, to be honest, so, if, you're, if you're going that specific with your calorie intake, I you know there's there's like there's a whole world out there. Like, go and enjoy just, it. Or, as I said before, just drink water. Yeah. No, Joe, stop it, stop it. Yeah, or are we saying Movember should team... I'd rather we recommend people eat a lot of 100 grams of celery (laughs) instead of drinking water. Of course, you are all welcome to sign up to our celery podcast um, that comes out. It's not as regular as this one. It's It's only every three months. It's quarterly, the celery podcast. I think I think we need to start our own version of like you know like brewery like beer and, and biceps like beer and beer and nutrition. But all we basically advocate for is eating <laughs> eating a, a certain amount of celery <laughs> instead. Of... We can measure the beers in in, in sticks it's of celery. celery. <laughs> a Guinness is three hundred grams of celery. <laughs> oh no, it's going to be more like four pounds of celery. <laughs> It'll be the great de- celebrate, de- celery, celebrate, celery. Oh my god, I can't this is where we word. celebrate <laughs> all things beer. <laughs> so, so I've, is is in conclusion? Are we saying Movember should have teamed up with Big Celery? <laughs> big Celery. I'd love to use the thing. There's like a big like corporation of celery, you know, in the background. That's like of all, of all pulling all the strings behind the world's like problems. No. It's big celery. Guys, watch out for big celery. You know, they're got... all they're all very thin and look slightly anemic. <laughs> big celery. <laughs> they all have to, they all go to bed really early. <laughs> big celery. 
<laughs> if you ever start talking to them, somehow you get like weird stringy things in your teeth. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> I mean, they've nearly wiped out big rhubarb, haven't they? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you don't want to talk about the war between big yeah. celery and big rhubarb. <laughs> Um, good. I think we've covered this, this topic now, haven't we? That was a pretty solid and reliable 12 minutes. <laughs> we went 12 minutes? Yeah. <laughs> Should we talk about this 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 absolutely revolting uh, stout? <laughs> yeah. All right. I let's let's elephant the room. So, it's brew dogs. They are making a massive play into stouts at the moment. You might have heard a lot about their Black Heart um, beer. Oh, the guys that bloody who, um, footballer goes on about it, doesn't he? Oh, because he's got a podcast and, oh, it's not as good as ours. Mm. <laughs> I'm fine about it. It's cool. Scout <laughs> <laughs> can say what he likes. Bloody sponsored git. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and, yeah, so they're, that's their, their stout that's going after, you know, Guinness, basically. Which, there was that one campaign, actually, that Jubel did which I thought was absolutely hysterical. They basically, um, I think it was like two years ago, they um, they had the idea of parking up on the on the on the walkway up to Twickenham. Mm. Basically, people have like these driveways, these houses, mm. and they and they they rent out their ha- their driveways basically for like brands and yeah. to sell their products. Like as people are yeah. walking past, so you can buy like a straw hat on a sunny day. You know, you can <clears> dry- walk past, and there's like people like barbecuing or something, so you can buy whatever. But what the, what Jubel did was they obviously set up and bought this person. Rented this person's driveway, set up their you know, like Land Rover, you know, bar thing that they have, and they were selling Jubel beers out of outside of it. Fantastic, really great. Year after, they went back to the same person, and said, "Oh, can we rent your driveway yeah, again for this. it?" And they're like, "Oh, I'm afraid, sorry, someone's already bought, already rented it." And they're like, hey, "Like, okay, uh, well, can we can we offer you a bit more money? We we're a small brand, can we offer you a bit more money to do it?" And they're like, "Oh, sorry, you're not going to be able to match these guys. It's Brewdog," and so Brewdog, same idea. Fair enough, you know, not unlike Brewdog to take someone else's idea, claim it as their own. And they um, you know, they basically put up, and this was the big launch, because it's the Twickenham crowd, rugby crowd. It was the, the first time they were really launching in a big way. Black Hearts, their stout, their Guinness killer, you know, kind of beer, whatever. Anyway, what Jubel did is that they were like, fine, well, we're still going to turn up. And what they ended up doing is they parked up about... They couldn't have like their their Land Rover van. They obviously didn't have the permissions, yeah. they didn't have any space to do that. So what they did is they brought a unused porcelain toilet and they put it down about fifty meters away upstream from the Brewdog one and the Brewdog site, and they put a little sign on it that said, Drop your black heart in here and get a free jewel. <laughs> <laughs> <Like that. laughs> so <laughs> So that was brilliant. It was, it was very good. Anyway, the Brewdog people came over and like having fun with it as well. And they were like getting involved and like you know whatever. So it wasn't. It was no hard feelings in that sense. But yeah, I just thought that was brilliant guerrilla marketing from Jubel, by the way. But, but anyway, it was a any any excuse to tell that story anyway because it was brilliant. Yeah, I thought that was yeah, so funny. Um, but um, it's not Blackheart we're drinking, is it? It's it's um, sorry, that sounded really pointed. I didn't mean. Like, yes, we're not talking about that though, are we? <laughs> Um, <laughs> Stay on topic, yeah, Joe. Uh, we're drinking. It is twist and shout, isn't it? I wanted to say twist and stout mm. because guess what kind of that beer? It is? That would have been funny. That would have been better. I wonder if they misprinted the labels. Um, but it's twist and shout <laughs> to tequila barrel aged stout, and I think the tequila 
Do you know why they didn't do that? It's because there are so many beers called Twist and Stout. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just Google it. There's oh, loads okay. of them. What's the one thing they couldn't farm did... off as them doing the first. Was it was it the Black Eyed Peas saga song? But you know what? It's not a scream and shout, not twist and shout. Yeah, you think... be quiet. It's, it's the Beatles, mate. They're a band from. They were. They're... <laughs> they were quite big. <laughs> to be honest, the Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> Rich's Rich's reference for that is oh, the Black Eyed Peas. The Black Eyed Peas. Oh, Jesus, wet man. <laughs> I, to be fair, I, I actually thought it was Natalie. Didn't they also do that fantastic song called My Humps? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to be fair, I thought what, it was Natalie. I thought it was Natalie, is... Natalie Imbruglia. I thought. <laughs> I, I, I tried to pick the most obscure musician I could think of at the time, and Natalie Imbruglia came out. <laughs> I think Natalie Imbruglia is a, like a is a sound of a generation. Yeah, quite. I've still got many of her songs listen, ringing through my ears. I listened to both Shiver and Torn just this morning. Actually, Torn is Torn is a great song. At, Torn is an absolute banger. Yeah, I really didn't think the conversation would go this way. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's not every day you get to bring up some torn by Natalie Imbruglia. I tell you what's got me torn. Yeah, so back this to beer. Twist and Shout. <laughs> ah, love it, love it. What so? What right, Travis? What are your What are your thoughts on this? What are you torn on this? No, beer? I'm really. Are you Natalie Imbruglia on this no, beer? I'm, no, I'm really. I'm, re- I'm really enjoying it. I honestly didn't think I would enjoy it when I saw it, smelt it, looked at it, because it kind of just looks like tar. Um. It's amazing that see it and look to it are different <laughs> things in your mind. Can you see what it tastes like? Or can you taste what it sees like? Looks like? Feels? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, for anyone wondering, it's 10.5%. Uh, is it? <laughs> yeah. That might be why you're enjoying it so much. Oh, God, it is 10.5%. Yeah, and that's, that might also add to why it's like tar. Yeah, I should. This this sounds like an, a beer we'd get Neil to drink. <laughs> it is ten point five. Who's Neil? <laughs> Neil is our friend Annabelle's um, partner, and uh, one of the very first times we got to meet Neil was at the Worcester Beer Festival, mm. um, which is an annual thing. If you ever in an, or want to make a trip towards Worcester, that is the thing you should go for. It's phenomenal. There's like there's like thousands of beers, aren't there? Which is like it's in a yeah, big marquee on Worcester Pitch Coffee's course. It's so worth going. Anyway, Neil had had a, um, has enjoyed his day at the beer festival, and um, and he was he was going back for one more. Um, and it was quite early on in his and Annabelle's relationship, I must say. I want to say I don't want to say I must say I want to say. Anyway, the first time we were meeting him. And uh, and he was like, "What beer shall we shall I get?" <laughs> and we were like, "Oh, you know, there's a really good one that's a ten point five percent, a bit of a joke." And he was like, "Yeah, yeah, I'll go get that one." And Annabelle, and I think we just g'd him up because Annabelle really didn't oh, want yeah. to have the ten point five. We really amped him. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he got the ten point five and thoroughly enjoyed himself. Yeah. So you know, there you go. But yeah, no, I'm I'm really enjoying this. I didn't think I would, since that I'm a recent in the past year convert to stouts and other darker beers. Um, yeah, no, it's smooth and really hitting the spot. It doesn't feel like a ten point five. Um, I'm just quite happily swinging. I could, why, I could only why, have one. Why do we think that is? Why do we think that is? Like, why do we think it's smoother 
maybe sweeter than a normal. I respectfully disagree. I don't think it is that smooth. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but it's because of the te- tequila flavor, right? Tequila is given. It's got that yeah. real caramelly sweet. Sm- yes, yeah, smooth. Sorry, smooth. I, I I take back the statement of smooth. It's not like smooth or creamy like a yeah, like a is, Guinness is. It, it, I agree. It's not that. that. It, it kind of is, isn't it? Smooth, but in a different way. Uh, it's not that kind yes. of. There you go. I've, I think I've covered it. Um, uh, no, it's it's kind of smooth, but I find it quite hard work. Mm. Uh, the, 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 it, it's got that sweetness of the tequila. I think that's what's what I was was driving at, though. In, in, in I think that's what's different. You're right. This is why I was like, oh, I, I kind of hyped it up to you boys in the way of this is I haven't tried a beer, I haven't had a beer like this. It's before. very true, and I yeah. think it still delivers on that. I've never had a stout or whatever like this is a unique tasting beer in my mind it's still dark i've had a dark roasted beer before of course yeah but i've never had one that's a tequila barrel Mm. aged i I don't think i've and i think that's what's making it different i don't think i've ever had a tequila aged beer i've had like the tequila beers but not an aged like Mm. aged beer like a desperado (laughs) so much better than a desperado Ah, oh, I've got a soft place for desperados. I used to. I had one. Yeah, but in the comparison to I this, I had one though, recently, and it made me want to cry. <laughs> we did do a desperado. We've done yeah, desperado, we did desperado on, yeah, on here, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think, I think, in comparison to a desperado, this is like, <laughs> are we? This is a more sophisticated. Are we? Are we? Yeah. Are, are we comparing this to a desperado? Or is it just, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where we've gone with this. Someone brought up Desperado. We've just talked about someone, Desperado for a minute. Someone brought it up. <laughs> we know who it was. <laughs> well, if I'm honest, okay, so Twist and Shout. Again, they missed a trick calling it Twist and Stout, but again, they're not all for the puns, mm-hmm. I suppose. Um, but the label is, you know, kind of the Brewdog kind of three piece. I, it looks very reminiscent of a Brewdog. I actually thought they'd misprinted the label, given they've done this like warping yeah. effect on the yeah, design. Yeah. I thought it was a mistake, not part of the actual design. I find it a bit weird because you said earlier about they're going after the the stout and the and the darker things. It, like it kind mm. of also brutal. They want to just be the flipping kings of everything, don't they? And it's a mm. bit like you, you got to stick to the knitting every now and then, haven't you? Like. Mm. They want to conquer. Yeah. Apparently not lager though, despite the fact that it's coming back. But I mean, like the the IPA, yeah, fair play, punk IPA. Well, haven't they? Oh, they are. They they're are. really going hard on the lager. Yeah, they're lost, lost lager. lager. It's like they've really gone hard on lager. Well, because to be fair, I've seen it about, but I kind of seem to maybe it's just where I am in my neck of the woods. I see it in um, I see it in can form in shops a lot, but I don't see it like on mm. um, on draft anywhere. Oh, it's it's big in London. Maybe that's what it's big in London. Yeah. They've also gone hard on like the small batch lagers as well. They've got a nano dog out at the moment. They they refer to as a lager deluxe. A nano so dog. You want to try that one? You mean like a chihuahua or something? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I guess because it's like small yeah. batch stuff. I yeah. think that's probably what they. I really, I really don't like their lost lager. I think it's a bit naff. Yeah. yeah. But then you, if you don't buy a drabs, you're like hurting the planet or something. So you know. Is that the vibe? Is, is, it, oh, is, is that the vibe if I don't blow up the, the planet's dying? 
Oh yeah, like part of what you get what, when you buy a lost lager, every single bit goes toward like part of it goes towards helping the planet in a certain way. That's the whole premise of it, anyway. <laughs> um, don't know the full details, I'm, but that's I'm calling what they're positioning themselves as. I'm calling BS, but that's fine. That's fine. That's just one man's opinion. So they are on a on a you know kind of on the Brewdoggy news. They are like really trying to push their expansion of their bars business. They want to triple it um, to three hundred venues in a big expansion plan they've just released. Um, they have the largest bar in London now. They have made that. They've made the largest bar in London. Um, they are always getting into trouble. There's regular things they're getting into trouble with about their advertising, but that's part of it because they get they put an ad that gets blocked by the ad men and then like, the, the government ad, ad people, the agency that do that, the ad men, um, and then they and then then they do a follow up post to be like, apparently we aren't allowed to do this, you oh, know. Okay. <laughs> so that's the whole part of their marketing plan uh, and strategy. They have done, a, a, they did an amazing beer actually with um, um, Tony's Chocoloni. Oh yeah collaboration that white chocolate beer that was really good but also because it's tony's and tony's are phenomenal i quite tony's chocolate are one of the best businesses in the world in my opinion you know they're fantastic I quite like what you were suggesting you were almost suggesting there that um with the advert it's like oh we've been cancelled <laughs> or something like that it's like have you have you been cancelled really yeah you're not you're not too far yeah, from the truth. This is what know? this is what they won't let us say on TV. Oh sod off. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no. uh, you can tell you can tell the ten and a half percent is hitting me. <laughs> <laughs> it's hitting you hard. Um Yeah, so that, so if you want to go to the biggest bar in London <laughs> with nah, secret rooms, right. a podcast studio, and a bowling alley. You can go to uh, the Brewdog near Waterloo Hangfire. Station that spans 26,000 feet over two floors and a bar that has a bowling alley, a speakeasy-style cocktail bar, coffee shop, and podcast studio, Okay, uh, among other other facilities. So I feel like, you know, are they, worth a trip. Have, does Brewdog have a podcast or are they just inviting other podcasts in? They do. They do have a podcast, yes, but we don't, you know, Boo! we don't take other Boo! We don't Boo! talk about other people's podcasts. That, no. <laughs> hey, if we want to be on their podcast, of course, we're happy to do that. If we want to that's fine. I mean, I'm going to put it out there. I'm going to put it out there. That's too big for a bar. And if Brewdog want to fight me on that, they can. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but we want to do it over a podcast. That's it. Uh, <laughs> I will mud wrestle anyone they've got. <laughs> um, it's 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 quite funny in the cadence of these. Uh, I'm I'm on the in, on independence, like you know, Brewdog News kind of story, like real or whatever you call it, like um, like a video printer uh, news stream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. video printer yeah. is from the nineteen. Yeah, yeah, stream <laughs> But I've said it anyway. <laughs> and it basically goes like. Brewdog's largest ever, like, opens the largest ever biggest bar in, in London. Next article is like, Brewdog shuts six bars because of ener- soaring energy prices. Cr- energy <laughs> <laughs> one of them being this London one. <laughs> like, so I've got good news and bad news. <laughs> They've got a massive bar and they can't get, run it. <laughs> what, so, they've, so they've closed the bar down? No, they shut it for a little while because of soaring energy prices during, you know, that time when we didn't have any energy in this country. So we all had to get, we all had to pay the bill, but the energy companies were getting bailed out by the government. Hashtag political. That's a different podcast. <laughs> and you know it. <laughs> yeah, that's our other political podcast. 
the political landscape one we run. Oh, it's been going off this week, isn't it? About the tempo revived now. Yes. I know what Neil was on about. Separate, separate note. Uh, I am not one who partakes in this, but is this a beer? I could almost envisage having this beer. Twist and shout. Um, beer in one hand, cigar in another. Is 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 that a thing? Do we mm. think maybe? <clears throat> Yeah, I could see that. You've got it. That's definitely a thing. I think that's definitely a thing. Whether it's something I would partake in, I don't think so, but that is definitely a thing. Because I know it's tequila, but it's almost like it's got that kind of liqueur feel, hasn't it? Um, Mm. It's meant to, I always thought it was meant to be brandy in a cigar, isn't it? But thick is the word, definitely, for this beer. It's like, Mm. yeah, you need a knife and fork to drink this. It's more that, if I'm honest, the cigar would cut me up. I think I would be coughing no end. It would not be a pretty sight. You know when you've got those envisages of back in the day of old smoking advertising where it was like showing the sex, sexy smoking yeah. and all that kind of nonsense. Smelling like crap is really attractive. Whereas actually, <laughs> put, put me into that advert scenario. Exactly. Put me into that advertising scenario. I'm just coughing constantly. <laughs> That's not, not what you'd want to put out. <laughs> oh my God, what is this? Oh, this, is, this is too... <laughs> For macho reasons, I need to pretend I like it. So, oh, yeah. I love it. Yeah, I don't think they'd sell as many cigarettes if they got me to do their advertising, that's for sure. <laughs> so there you go. Sorry, that's my one. I'm I'm ready to sum up. <laughs> right. <laughs> so there you go. I'm done. Good night, everyone. Bye. Give us a give us a give us a pithy conclusion, then, Barbara. Go on. You can't put me on the spot like that. That is that is the absolute death of any pith, isn't it? Really. Um, <laughs> it's an interesting beer if you find this kind of beer interesting. <laughs> Will that do? Will that do? <laughs> that was awful. That's probably one of the worst end I'd, conclusions I'd like, I think I'd, we've I'd, ever I'd heard. I'd like to venture that that was like somewhat deliberately crap as well. Um, twist and shout. That's a song by the Beatles. <laughs> um, I mean, what, what do you want from me? <laughs> like, I was given no time to rehearse. <laughs> this is not. Have I got news for you? <laughs> <laughs> Um, who else has got some pith they'd like to venture? I'm also in a bad mood because oh, I've Travis just has got Travis is Travis is itching to talk about this. He one. hasn't said anything yeah, to finish it off. <laughs> it's just really strong and it's gone to my head a little bit, which is <laughs> and my flat's so, yeah. really hot. I guess this. <laughs> I'd love to know, considering we were talking about that. I mean, there's even a feel here that we've talked about at the start, the top of the episode. Top. That's that's what those of us in the industry say. Um, at the top of the of the episode about the healthiest beer in the world, I could legit believe this is the least healthy beer in the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What is the calorie count on this beer? That's for sure. Um, don't know, but I guess to summarise, then let me do the summarising. You got summarising. Um, it's it's a beer that's it's surprising in the fact You're that you're right in what you say. I haven't, I haven't had a beer aged. like this. I've not had a beer like this. Um, it's interesting. You have to be up for a stout and a, and a 
crafty stout at that. It's not your mm. like mainstream stouts in that mm. regard. Um, it's 10.5. It's definitely going to pack a punch. So if you're trying to consume it and review it at the same time, prepare to it to be absolute nonsense by the end of the time, <laughs> well, by the end of the episode. <laughs> and the main thing that I've learned and want to, to express to the consumers uh, and, and listeners on this episode is the fact that Travis is flat is hot. So, you know, I think that's the best way to finish that. <laughs> and my heating's not even turned on. It's just so hot in here. It's unbearable. I tell you what, I'm sure glad I'm episode episoding the first edit on this one. <laughs> what well, seems to be the officer problem? Ten point five. Ten point five. And that's all we have time for this week's episode of the I'll Try That Podcast. And so, from me, Joe, Rich, Barber, and Simo, goodbye. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter. <laughs> I'll try that podcast.com and watch us on YouTube. <laughs> Goodbye now. <laughs>